An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism. And listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Here we are back at it. Busy week, of course. Lots to get into. Email address, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Thoughts, questions, feedback, adoration, and praise. Actually, I'll tell you, the the um, we're rebuilding our, say rebuilding, we're, we're starting to ramp up, let's say that, our conservative, not bitter community. Currently, we might change where you can get into this. It's uh, You can start a free account. This is um, a place where you can have a community discussion with other members. You can listen to the podcast here. Um, you can get updates about the Truth Tour when we hit head back out anyway. All different things. Our column, I mean, we're, we're looking at adding a lot of things here. Maybe a good time. To, and the reason I thought of that now is because uh, there's going to be an, an Ask ask Todd uh, section on this community. And for those who are, um, well, those who send messages through there, they will uh, guaranteed to get a response. I don't. It's uh, something that we're going to be adding. So anyway, if you don't have an account, community.toddhuffshow.com is a good place to do that. Again, you can set up your account for free. Most a lot of this stuff will stay free. We will have some some tiers as we get some things built up and I'm excited to see some of the stuff that we're going to do here. Anyway, let us start. You know, I want to start with there's a couple things vying for my attention today. Um primarily revolving around the issue of uh the second amendment and and of course, guns, gun control, gun laws, gun legislation. Uh, this this has become and is going to remain a critical uh, issue heading into the the midterm election. Of course, there were shootings over the weekend, shootings in Philadelphia, Chattanooga, South Carolina, um, and again. It, I feel like today's a good day. As in fact, as I was getting, 
a good day to discuss something here. As I was getting ramped up, um, I was thinking about a couple of things and thinking about the arguments on the left, and I started looking at some of the you know logical fallacies. And as I was going through these, the fit I'm looking at here, um, a page I've actually put it on our show notes page, which also by the way is at community.tothuffshow.com. You can see all the articles. Well, I say all the articles. Sometimes I might think it's something that I didn't put there that, you know, whatever reason, but typically you can find everything there. Um, But I put this there. This is 15 logical fallacies you should know before getting into a debate. This is is something I just Googled right before the show. And as I was going through these, I'm thinking, you know what, this (laughs) this is maybe a good day to go through these because this is what is happening in the – political landscape and, and regarding this issue of of guns and, and gun control. Um, I was thinking about things like straw man. I was thinking about ad hominem uh, attacks. I was thinking about, but as I went through this list, I, I realized that there's a form of a lot of these that's happening in this current current debate. So again, look, I think it's very critical that we understand who is – there's there's different people. There's different types of people. There are people who are, oh, there are people like me and many of you who say, obviously, if there is something we can do to stop this stuff, the question is what what can what would even prevent these things from happening? And right now, if you listen to the rhetoric of the radical left and the media, which of course is one and the same. The everything is really going towards the elimination. And of course, we know what Biden was arguing for uh, last week. There were some some proposals he made during his speech, which we played uh, part of that last week. But really and truthfully, where this is headed is into an area that freedom loving people should be able to say, "Look, I don't want bad things." to happen with firearms. I don't want bad things to happen with folks. One of these shootings uh, over the weekend, I'm not sure which one that it was. I want to say Philadelphia. Um, some of the people were injured. I don't know if anyone was killed, but they ran out of um, you know where the shooting was taking place, and they were actually uh, hit by, by vehicles, by passersby, and... That's bad, too. It's bad when someone intentionally drives his car into um, a parade during Christmas time in Michigan. That's horrific. And so the question then becomes, what what would actually prevent that? And what also, what doesn't, what allows people to still remain free and have these God-given protections of liberty which includes the second amendment the left doesn't like this in fact when i said i had a couple things vying for for my attention today most of them are revolving around this issue not all of them but most of them are revolving around this this issue and msnbc had a guest on who said the second amendment was designed to defend white supremacy so the second amendment is actually according to this uh, radical leftist who uh, he's. We've talked about him on this program before anyway. But he says it's a white supremacy 
Amendment. It's designed not to protect our liberties. Instead, it is to um, ensure that white people kept slaves from revolting, become you know, fighting for their freedom, what have you. Um, and so there's all these all these things out there. They the the left. I, I think what we have to what should be obvious now is the left doesn't like the Second Amendment. The left doesn't like the Second Amendment, and that's not necessarily your average liberal. It's not your. It's not many Democrats. There are Democrats who, who, like revere the Second Amendment. Now, I'm not always sure why they are associating politically with these radicals. Who, again, if you're a Democrat listening to this program, I'm telling you, you and I have more in agreement. Without and listen, conservatives, I'm not. Con- compromising my principles here. But the average rank-and-file Democrat in flyover country has more in common with us than they do with the radical leftists. There's no doubt about that. And so that's why I want, if you're tuning in here, if you know a, a an average rank-and-file Democrat and you can get them to listen to this program, I want them to listen. I think that they would agree with 70-plus percent, maybe 80 percent, I mean, 98% of scientists agree that listening to this program can stop and even reverse the negative consequences and effects of liberalism. So, I mean, it's pro-science. I mean, science is spoken on this, my friend. So I know if you're a Democrat, you say you're pro-science, ergo, you have to be a fan of this program because scientists have spoken. And it's a virtual uh, consensus among science uh, scientists that this program can actually help you and help you understand and embrace and receive truth, and so uh, I want to I want to appeal to you. I'm not going to call you stupid. See, this is what the left does. They they condescend. They try to intimidate, and they do some of these things that I reference off the top. They they complete or they um, commit, I should say, commit certain logical fallacies. One of them is ad hominem attacks. Now. What this basically means is they'll say, hey, stupid. Hey, you're stupid. I'm smart. You're an idiot. You're here. You, you know, you're anti-democracy. You're in favor of people running around the streets with guns, just shooting people without regard for human life. You're a terrible human being. That is an ad hominem attack. It, so it doesn't appeal to logic. It gets you to hate the person. These were levied. They have been levied against Republicans for a long time. They were levied in ways I had never seen before against President Donald J. Trump. because And, and it worked for some people. Just, just get people to hate this guy, right? Or this girl or whoever, someone who's a conservative. No logic, no discussion of their positions, just an all-out just. Look at what they do to the NRA. NRA is evil. They're in. The, this is what they say, not me. They, they say the NRA is evil. The NRA is in the pockets, um, you know, of, or I guess the, they're giving money to senators and congressmen. And so the only reason these congressmen, these congresswomen, these senators are voting, uh, in re, uh, as the NRA would hope that they would, is because they've been bought and paid for. These people are. So goes the ad hominem attacks. These people are terrible. Ergo, ergo, they're wrong. Um, of course, that's not talking about the issue 
at all. That's attacking the individual. I want to talk about the issue. I don't engage in that stuff. That stuff's, I mean, we'll have fun. Folks, I have fun with myself. I mean, I, I make fun of myself, make fun of, well, the left. I mean, that's an easy target, but it's never personal for me. And it's usually, it's usually for two reasons, to maybe to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, and also, I think a lot of times people take themselves way too seriously. Um, not that these aren't serious issues, don't misunderstand. But I think sometimes people, uh, just by, by having a bit of a sense of humor, there might be ways to communicate about these issues a little bit more effectively. Anyway. And I make fun of myself as well. Straw man argument. This is something else that the left does. The left says the right, the conservatives are making. Now, look, I'm not saying that conservatives never do this, these sorts of things as well. But this is this is the M.O. of the radical left. Again, I'm looking at, again, some, some logical fallacies that seem to happen every time, every time there is a political issue. The left and the media engage. Ad hominem is probably the one we talked about a moment ago. The personal tax is the go-to for the left. But they also create a straw man argument, and that's when they basically misrepresent the argument of conservatives, right? So, for example, and this is something I wanted to talk about for some time. I've touched on this, and I'm looking at the clock here, and I'm going to have to take a break. But I want to set this up, and we'll get to it next segment. Basically, a straw man, I would, I would consider this a type of a straw man um, argument. The left is conflating, conflating the way conservatives want to approach the gun, gun legislation and the Second Amendment. They conflate and confuse those things with the way conservatives, like myself, pro-life conservatives, want to address the issue of abortion. And so... Basically, they come out of this saying conservatives, Republicans, only care about a life until that life actually leaves the woman's body and is out in uh, the world. They don't, they don't care for the life once it is – once that person is born, once he or she is born. And so that is, that is what they um, – it's a type of straw man because they want us, they want people to think that conservatives are arguing more for the life of an unborn child than they are for a, the life of an eight year old kid, a 10 year old kid who has been tragically, horribly shot or harmed, terrified, terrorized by some of these maniacal, evil lunatics who are committing these atrocities. So, with that in mind, I want to talk about that next segment. This is something I've touched on really briefly, but as I listen to the junk that I'm subjected to, that we're subjected to over the weekend, and as I'm thinking about the things that are um, shaping up to be discussed this week and looking at where this debate is headed and looking at just the way that they're going to try to, um, you know, well, frame this debate. In fact, you know what? I saw something. I got to take a break here, but I saw a so-called journalist. I saw a social media post from a journalist the other day that I just, I'm telling you, the journalists don't know what their jobs are. The journalist said something like, you know, it's our job to frame the issue. No, no, it's not. It's your job to report 
on the issue. It's not to frame it. Frame it implies that you are doing something to it for presentation purposes. All you should do, you, you frame a picture, right? Really, what you should do is snap the image, right? Is snap the, not, not frame it, not edit it as a journalist. You should take the image from the most objective position you can find, maybe multiple angles, and then show us those. Don't frame it. Don't think about how you can present it to us. That implies that you have a direction that you want us to go. Anyway, that, that was something I saw. These are the sorts of things the left does. Some of it's intentional. Some of it is, I think, sometimes there are uh, maybe some willing or unwitting accomplices who don't understand just how much they have deviated from the true path of journalism or the true path of literally political philosophical discussions. But this is we're, we're far off the beaten path with this because of these sorts of things like ad hominem attacks and straw man arguments and so forth. But I want to get to one of those after the break, and we'll do that when we get back. Sit tight, my friends. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, the one and only Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friends. So the argument goes as followed, if you want to call it an argument. The left, of course, is very concerned and upset about the potential overturning of the Roe versus Wade decision. And so they, of course, are, I mean, very volatile about this. So you've seen all sorts of um, protests. Again, look, I there's a difference between people who, people who have, at least arguments that I can understand versus some of these things. I mean, some of these people literally have given up any hope at being decent or anything. They just basically say, I mean, you've heard them. I played clips on here. Um, as long as, 
You know, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters regarding abortion is what the woman wants to do, period. doesn't matter if the child's two. People have literally said this. I know someone listening to this will say they've not said it. I've heard it. I've played it on this program. Anyway, so the left, the left is desperately trying to stop whatever they see, whatever might be happening with Roe versus Wade. By the way, that Supreme Court releases decisions today or on Mondays. It's conceivable that they would release it today. I, I have no idea. I'm just like you. I'm waiting to see what happens when that's released. And I mean, it looks like they're going to overturn it from what we've read and ha- what we've seen uh, the court do, I guess, since that case was released. By the way, I mean, since the issue is now completely focused on, on gun control, um, all that stuff that no one's talking about about that. Again, I'm not saying this the situation with school shootings. I'm not minimizing it. I'm simply saying that that was a serious thing that's probably just going to get swept under the rug. Which I said when this happened, the person who did this is probably never going to be held accountable. They won't care. Um, it's just it's just the way that it unfortunately works. But what the left is doing. What they do is they say conservatives, they only care about unborn children. They don't care about children once they are outside of the womb. They don't care about children in school. If they did, if they did, they would make guns illegal because I guess a certain type of gun illegal. Um, And I'm looking here at the... Um, these logical fallacies and and this this approach could fall under the false dichotomy um, fallacy, which again is two extremes. We either we either have school shootings all the time, or we outlaw guns and there's none, as though that is really um, the option here. I mean, I I I wish that. Uh, I mean, there are all sorts of crimes that there are laws against that steps have been taken to prevent, and yet there's still actual, those crimes still exist. And again, the things that have been proposed, and the Washington, see, the Washington Examiner has, again, in the stack of stuff I've got on our community page, um, I've got a link to that. The stack of stuff shows Biden's gun proposals that he talked about last week and what's wrong with each of those, how they really wouldn't, um, well, what the problems are and how they wouldn't even address address the problem. And so there's this false dichotomy. Um, and so, but there's a lot of logical fallacies that are that are made here, right? And... It's a type of straw man, as I alluded to last segment. It's a type of straw man to say conservatives are arguing something that says they only care about children before they're born. Now, I want to pause for a moment. I want to pause for a moment because what if Roe versus Wade is overturned, and I want to be clear on this, I hope that it is. I do hope that it is. I think the Roe case was a terrible decision when it was made. Um, and of course, the left is making faulty claims, fallacies, saying that that's a slippery slope because now we don't have privacy. 
what is it? You don't, you, that's not the issue here. The issue is the taking of a human life, scientifically determined to be a human life. There's no, there's no argument. There's no evidence. We know that it's a lie. We know that egg and sperm meeting is a new human life. I mean, it, it doesn't, I mean, it, it's silly to suggest anything else. Everybody knows this. We're playing a game of charades, pretending. Well, I suppose that some people who have just been fed a line and haven't actually thought it through might believe it, but they don't have answers. They just don't know, right? They just, they don't know. They're repeating things, but it's clear. It is abundantly clear, as clear as the sun rising in the east and setting in the west each day, that human life begins at conception. It, there, there is no other, you can argue that, I guess, I'm not, I'm not condoning this, but you can say, you can say that a life that's not fully developed, I guess, again, please, I'm just trying to, to summarize and tell you things that at least someone could try to get away with. You can't say that it's not a human life because it's clearly, that is what it is. You could say it's not as developed um, you could say, I've heard people say it's not sentient and conscious and all this sort of stuff, um, that that life in the womb. And so, therefore, I guess the conclusion is we, we can kill that that life. So, there's all these things happening with this issue. But all, all Roe versus Wade, if that was repealed, all that does is put it back to the states. And now it says the states can make their own laws. The federal government uh, can't really restrict it in its current state the federal government could try to pass codify as we've heard the left call for the roe versus wade decision it doesn't appear that they can do that because of the filibuster i mean they they are at their wits and they thought that they had absolute control of everything and it's just not working the way thank goodness by the way because things would be even worse if you can imagine that than what we're dealing with right now so the argument is because conservatives don't give, you know, aren't in favor of free health care, because, because conservatives are not in, in favor of free contraception, because conservatives aren't in favor of childhood, uh, you know, f- uh, free everything, free, free food, free, you know, um, take your pick. Anything that a child would need after that child was born the argument then goes, and this is a disingenuous argument. Because of, because of that, conservatives don't care. They try to make more protection for the child in the womb, so goes the leftist argument, than they do once the child's out of the womb. And then they say the same thing is true with these children in schools. They won't even outlaw what they call assault weapons, assault rifles, which, of course, is a loaded statement as well. It's a semi-automatic weapon, of which there are multiple types of semi-automatic weapons, and many of those are still not being targeted here by by the left uh, because they haven't deemed them to be semi-automatic weapons. And when you realize the only difference is just the appearance of the weapon, I mean, the left doesn't know any of this. They think that they're super smart. They don't know any of this, and they don't care to because at the end of the day, at the core of the radical left, they have a deep hatred and disdain for the Second Amendment. They do. They just do. Truth be told, there's probably not percentage-wise many radical leftists who actually even own a firearm, which, I mean, they're prerogative. Uh, but it's the conservatives that typically 
have firearms. To conservatives typically live in places where um, maybe they might be further away from law enforcement, so they might think I'm going to have a weapon to protect my family or whatever the case may be. But the argument that says we don't care because we don't give government subsidies or don't expect parents to provide is not is not a good faith argument, number one. Number two, number two, it's actually, as it stands right now, all we're trying to do, all, all people who are pro-life are trying to do is say, let's give the child in the womb the same type of respect as people who are already born, you know, children, adults, because there's already laws. There's laws against shooting, as there should be, shooting anybody, assaulting people. I mean, all these other heinous, evil things. There are laws against those. There's not laws right now. The Supreme Court doesn't allow a law right now that would completely ban, completely ban abortion. And so if they wanted to make it synonymous, they would say, well, then that would be the synonymous thing. What the left is trying to do with guns is infinitely further down the steps or down that slippery slope than what conservatives are trying to do with abortion. All we're trying to do, conservatives are saying, let us you know, overturn Roe versus Wade. Let states decide, and states can regulate that. States can say that that's the taking of a human life no matter when it is. You see these heartbeat bills and so forth. And if that's the case, that's the state's prerogative, and they're trying to protect life. What the liberals are trying to do with gun control is not just say is not just saying you can't use a gun to murder someone without you know without justifiable cause. Like if they're putting you into great risk and you're afraid of losing your life or being severely injured, that's they want to take it much further than that. They want to say, well, let's register all of these firearms or let's limit the types of weapons that you can have or let's create a law that says if someone suspects that you might be dangerous these red flag laws they can just call up the law enforcement agency and say hey let's um go take this guy's guns i think he might i think he might be be dangerous meanwhile there's all these examples of fbi agents being aware of these shooters not having stopped them at all. This is a common thing. And then you get this crap that happened outside the school in Uvalde, which still doesn't make any sense to me. Now, apparently reports are that this this woman who ran in to save her children against the wishes of law enforcement there, she is uh, being intimidated by law enforcement there. They're saying if she continues going to media with these stories, they're gonna they're threatening her with probation, or at least that's being being reported. See though there's not aggressive steps like that. We're not trying to, conservatives are not trying to say, oh, well, if there's an app, you know, someone can use this concoction of, of drugs to perform a uh, self, I guess a self-inflicted abortion at home. So we're not trying to regulate the things that, this is what the left does. They say, well, now we want to regulate the number of of bullets in a magazine. We want to regulate um, how many caliber it can be. I mean, there, there's people out there that say these things. And red flag laws, of course, are a major concern of mine and many conservatives as, as well. It would be like a conservative saying, wow, this woman who's pregnant, um, I think she might have an abortion. So let's let's get her physically 
checked in, um, you know, after let's say a state rules that an abortion is illegal, let's say Roe v. Wade's overturned, a state says you can't have any abortion, a law that's similar to what the left is trying to push on gun control would be akin to conservatives being able to say, I don't know, that woman right there, she seems like somebody who might harm her unborn child, so therefore I can report her and they can come and do whatever they need to do to protect the baby. No one is no one is arguing for those things. Again, the left wants you to think conservatives care more about an unborn child than a child that's already born, which is just patently ridiculous and absurd, but that's what they're trying to get away with. It's not a good faith argument. Instead, instead, I just thought it would be worthwhile to illustrate the types of things that pro-life people, pro-lifers, if to, to be synonymous with what the left's trying to do with guns, it would be some of those things that I just mentioned. Perhaps the most egregious would be assuming that somebody, a pregnant woman, was going to her, harm her unborn child just based upon, I guess, conjecture or something that I read on her Facebook post. Therefore, I could report her, and then they could somehow come in and protect her um, or, or protect the unborn child just as someone could report someone under these red flag laws of saying, hey, I think this person might use their guns. And there's no due process, right? This is These are fundamental American principles that are being completely um, ignored by the radical left. Ignored. And that's that actually leads me to the next thing. We're at a dangerous point. The radical left is so, I mean, foaming at the mouth right now, upset and... <laughs> just vehemently angry at life, at the failure of their ideology, at whatever, right? A series of things they haven't gotten their way. They can see the writing on the wall, what it's looking like shaping up to be in November, and they're upset. In fact, they're, they're inconsolable, to be quite, quite honest. And so we're at this dangerous point because I really think that they believe that they are morally justified in any number of actions against regular people who don't agree with them. And I've seen this. We've seen this with some of the crazy stuff that's happened over the weekend. haven't even touched yet on this stuff that happened in Dallas. Um, drag them. What was it called, Oz? Drag them to the – I have to look it up. But there's kids that have been been taken to a bar and watching transvestite dancers in a club, in a bar. Um and this was protected, and this was applauded by the left. This is disgusting stuff, my friends. And again, they think that any action they take is justifiable, especially when they see that they're about to lose, God willing, their political power and influence, at least as far as majorities go, coming this uh, coming this fall. So quick timeouts in order, really long in this segment. Sit tight, my friends. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. 
An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friend. It's going to be a short segment. Forgive me. I went really long in that last segment, but... So there's a, a gentleman, um, Andy No. I he's a journalist, uh, author. Uh, wrote a book called Unmasked, and he you know, he's kind of a citizen journalist, I guess. And he he goes around and reports on on things that are happening. And one of these things that he reported on over the weekend, which you may have seen this. Um, his Twitter feed's got all sorts of videos. I mean, this is this is. This is disgusting. This is evil. This is wicked, what we're looking at here. This event is called, it was in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, right? Dallas. I know Dallas is a big city. Dallas isn't like the other parts of Texas. You know, cities are typically left. I I understand all that. But this event was called Drag the Kids to Pride. This was an event held at oh Mr. Mr. MR period, M-I-S-S-T-E-R. That's the Gay Barn Club. Um, children, I'm reading the tweet here. And let me let me say this. If you have a little one that's listening to me right now, I mean, first of all, congratulations on exposing them to a great program but cover their ears here because i don't want them to hear this so this is your fair warning i'm going to read the rest of this i'll give you a few seconds here all right i'm going to read this next part of this tweet it reads as follows children and transvestites danced in front of an electric sign that read last chance parents to cover your children's ears i don't even feel comfortable saying this I don't know. I mean, you can't see it on radio, so I'm going to have to say it. I'm going to have to say it. I asked Oz during the break, can I even say this? It says, I take no pleasure in this. Oh, gee. So there's a sign, like a neon sign. It's got the picture here at the Drag the Kids to Pride event in Dallas. There's transvestite dancers. They look like strippers. I don't know. The kids look like they're handing out dollars. I, I don't know if they're... I, I mean, you can just imagine what may have been happening here. But the sign says it's, oh my goodness, I don't want to say this. It's not going, it's not gonna, it's not gonna lick itself. 
And I'm talking, there, there's babies here. There's young babies. Oz says she saw newborns. I haven't seen a newborn. I see the one in the picture here looks like she's maybe three months old is my guess, three or four months old. Disgusting. Disgusting. Wicked. Straight from the pits of hell stuff. I, I don't know how else to say that. I, I mean, whatever you think of, of the lifestyle, this exposing kids to it, sending them to the club, this sign, drag the kids to pride. I know this is gay, what is LBGTQIA+, whatever the numbers are, the letters, acronym, and all this stuff. Um, that's what this month is, and we're just a few days in, and this is, I mean, this is, this is absolutely vulgar. In fact, this Andy No got messages from people. I've seen... Here's a couple of the tweets from other people that are actually... Listen to this one. This is a person who's pro-trans kids or however you want to say that. This person says, I went to that show wearing my Protect Trans Kids shirt and even I regret going, he tweets. Initially, I thought it was fine. Okay. But soon I realized how weird the environment was. I was wrong. And I want to say you can support trans kids and be mad at this event. That's that's even people who are moving like that are defenders of this uh, trans trans kids movement. All right, quick time out, my friends. Apologize for the references to the absolutely despicable stuff. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back here. Not a lot of time. I, I got us off track. I'm going to get better at that. But the, um, I was talking with Oz here in the break. I the left look and, and anybody can do this. Anyone can use I'm going back a couple segments now, going back to these logical fallacies. She was asking me some questions about this. Anybody can you can can make a logical fallacy. Sometimes it can be legitimately just a mistake. But a lot of times it is an, a deliberate attempt to not have to address the real issue, to not actually have to have an argument. So, for example, 
the left would like to personally destroy someone so they don't have to talk about the issues. This is exactly what happened in the 2020 election. No one even knew what Biden was for. They didn't care. The people that voted for him, most of them just said he's not Trump. Trump's the devil. Trump's evil, bad orange man, right? If you ask them why, they had no idea. They'd say tweets. They'd say whatever that they heard in the media, which really, they'd say Russian collusion, which of course has been illustrated to be an absolute nonsensical bit of gibberish. But this is what they do. It avoids the necessity to actually have a real debate. So ad hominem attacks or a false choice, a false dichotomy saying, well, our choices are either we do something and stop school shootings or, you know, um, Republicans want every kid to die in school. I mean, that that is just ridiculous. But this is the sort of stuff that they're doing, and it works with some people. And there's others as well. There's 15. I got it. I've got this listed on our um, show note. Well, not the show notes page. If you go to our community.tothamshow.com page, you just go to our stack of stuff, and you'll see today's date, June 6th. You can look at it. Go through all that if you want, if you're interested. Anyway, that's what I was talking with Oz about the break. I got to take a break, uh, take a time out here. Come back and wrap up for the day. Sit tight. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. All right, my friends, all of the time that we have. Um, but look, this I'm talking with Oz here again behind the scenes with with all these logical fallacies it's really tactics and techniques the left uses to avoid and again i'm not saying that no conservative or republican does it but it's a common thing i think i think if we could actually talk about the issues that's why i really believe this i think that most people would agree with most of the things that we believe so gotta go out of time for the day thanks so much for listening sdgc tomorrow take care an underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? 
My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.